0: Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. Uh, Happy Thursday, everybody. It is almost the weekend, so that's exciting. Uh, welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We are, as always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is a daily podcast about all things Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, I am, of course, your host Jay Foster. Uh, today, we are going to once again get a little bit, a little bit mad. Um, I initially was going to record this immediately after the game, and then I was like, no, I am too angry I will leave it Um, and then I lost most of yesterday to sleep and cluster headaches so that was fun Uh, but now I'm back I'm ready I'm still mad about this team but I am less immediately furious uh, than I was immediately after the game so we'll talk about that we'll talk about how things have changed a little bit for tonight's lineup um, and hopefully we will uh, pick up pick up a win uh, and not allow six goals. Um, so we'll kind of start off uh, just breaking down the game a little bit. Um, I didn't have a ton of expectations going into this game. Um, Dallas has been very good so far, uh, barring that. First game against Carolina, which went a bit upside down for them. Um, I feel a little bit like the series against Carolina, which they lost one in overtime and one in regulation. Uh, I feel like they took that personally and decided to take it out on us. Um, Three minutes into the first period, Joe Pavelski doing what Joe Pavelski does. Uh, It's a Klingberg shot from the point... And he's about maybe 10, 15 feet out from the net. And he just gets a stick on it and it goes in. Um, like, that's... Joe Pavelski is a master of uh, that type of shot. It is infuriating. Um, and I hate that he does it while he's on the stars. Um, I would like him to go back to San Jose, please. Um, but it's it's one nothing. Dallas, um, usually when we allow the first goal, we do okay. Um, but obviously this was not the case. Um, the rest of that period was pretty typical of the Blue Jackets play so far, the past few games, which is non-existent. Um, you know, when you've got a guy in net like Jake Ottinger, who, uh, I think this was his second career NHL game, um, which, you know, if, if it's a guy like that, then you you want to make him work for it... at the very least... and the Blue Jackets just didn't... um... second period rolls around... uh... our power play... our penalty kill... which has been looking pretty good... so far... was extremely not... um... but... you know... it's... it's I tweeted about this a little bit... the fourth best penalty kill in the league... Uh, belongs to us... the second best... power play in the league... belongs to... Dallas... um... They have, I think they have more power play goals than we had regular goals for a minute there. Um, so they score on the power play, uh, literally like 45 seconds into the second period. Uh, It's a four minute double minor. Um, Oliver Bjorkstrand made somebody bleed his own blood. Um, Joe Pavelski again on a Klingberg tip. Um, two nothing two goals for Joel uh, Joe Pavelski and zero goals for everybody else um and then we get rewarded with a power play of our own and again we we score another power play goal which is one of the only good things um about this game is i thought the power play has definitely improved um we had one in the first period where line a took a took a shot and I was like okay if that's what he's gonna do then you know eventually they're gonna start going in um this one Seth Jones first of the season uh Jack Roslovic gets another point that is three power play goals in four games for us which is uh, as Jeff Svoboda put it a bit of a streak uh when when you're in Columbus anyway um but it was it was not to be uh 14 seconds later it is 3-1 jb ben scores uh just a it's a bad bounce um well it's a good bounce for dallas it is a bad bounce for us which happens but you'd like to think that occasionally some of that puck luck will will come the other way uh and then it just kind of the the wheels fall off from there denis gorianov gets his fourth of the season Radek faxer gets his first of the season um gorianov's goal is Another power play goal, which I believe is the first time we've allowed two power play goals in the game so far this season. Uh, and it's it's five one. Uh Corpusalo comes out, Mosleekins goes in. Uh I don't necessarily think that any of those goals were on Corpusalo. It was mostly just a collective forgetting how to play hockey of the entire team. Um, I still have a lot of faith in Corposano, we you know. Um, he's allowed to have an off game. I don't... Again, I don't necessarily think that any of those goals were his fault. Um, it's tough when the defence is playing like they are at the minute. Um, and then, between the second and third period, I can only imagine that John Tortorella yelled loud enough to peel the paint off the walls. And um, because they come out, they score. Uh, Mikhail Gregorenko scores about three minutes into the third period. It's a 5-2 game. A uh, couple of minutes later, Dean Kukan scores his first of the season. Uh, another point for Gregorenko, Vladislav Gavrikov gets his first assist of the season. And suddenly it is a 5-3 game with like almost 15 minutes to go. Uh, and at this point I started I was I was a fool I started to have a little bit of faith in this team and as we know faith does nothing um, Alexander Radulov gets the empty net goal with a minute and a half left and it is 6-3 so not only did they lose embarrassingly they also had the audacity to make me think that they were going to stage a comeback and also They made me think that maybe my bonkers 5-3 prediction in Tuesday morning's podcast was real. Um, And so I am annoyed about many things in that game. Uh, We'll get into that a little bit more in just a minute. But first, I have got to tell you about Bilt Bar. Uh, Built Bar is back. It is even better than ever. There is 18 incredible flavours Uh, we're talking cookies and cream, we're talking raspberry, we're talking banana bread, we're talking peanut butter brownie. They're all amazing and they're all available to buy. Uh, They're covered in 100% chocolate, they're all soft and easy to chew. Um, I know some people have been putting them in the microwave for 8-10 to seconds and enjoying a melted treat which is fantastic uh they are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber they're great if you're on keto um they're great at helping you lose or maintain weight uh while also tricking your brain into thinking that you are getting a delicious candy bar um so you know if like me you have done nothing for the past 11 months of this pandemic and you need to find a way to trick your body into eating something healthy um or if you are unlike me and you have actually done any form of exercise over the past year uh, and, you know, you need something to grab after the gym, then Built Bar is perfect for that. Uh, and best of all, if you go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, you'll get 20% off your next order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at builtbar.com. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, which is a daily podcast breaking down all the big stories with analysis from local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. So this is the part of the show where I would normally uh, look at what we did well and what we did not so well. But honestly, the first part is going to be a short list. Um, And it starts with... The fact that we got a power play goal uh the power play i thought looked really good we had some sustained zone time we had uh some really good looks i thought line a looked strong out there on the power play um i actually thought line a looked pretty good for most of the game i know he was pretty hard on himself after the game which is only going to endear him with torts uh which uh i'll get into in a minute but i thought he looked for a guy that hasn't played in two weeks and is playing on a new team without even really getting into practice, um, I thought he looked pretty good. Uh, I thought his um, back-checking was was solid. Uh, I know I talked with Harrison Lee about um, how he's starting to become that two-way player. He's never going to be a big defensive forward, but you know he's big and he's reasonably fast, uh, and I think he's only going to kind of get better at that once he gets more comfortable, once he gets his legs back under him Um, like it's weird, hockey, your legs go really fast, like if you're off the ice for a week or two, it's surprisingly difficult to kind of just jump back in like nothing happened, Um, and so I would imagine that tonight's game he's going to be a lot better Uh, but again, I didn't think he was bad particularly, Um, I know that we were all hoping he was going to come in and be the saviour of the power play and Score a million goals on Dallas like he's done in the past, uh, and it didn't happen. But I thought, you know, he held his own. Um, he was strong on the park, he had some really good looks, uh, especially that one shot on the power play. Um, it, if we can get him going, like from there, everything is gonna start to slot into place around him. Um, but apart from that, I don't think there was much to like from that game, frankly uh defense continues to be awful um we split the defense pairings up uh so it was delzotto and jones wierenski and savard and gavrikov and kukan Uh, and i don't know if any of those pairings worked as is based on the fact that we allowed five goals on 21 shots um like you want your goalie to make a couple more saves obviously but this was an experiment uh that did not work and i don't know why we stuck with it the entire game um we'll get into a uh, lineup for tonight's game in just a minute uh but they have not kept the line combinations from tuesday's game which is good because they were awful um I understand what Tordarello was trying to do. Uh, Warinski and Jones have kind of been underwhelming so far this season. Gavrikov and Savard haven't been great either. Um, but it frustrates me that you would break up the one defense pairing that has been holding their own and has been doing pretty well in Del Delzotto and Kukan, uh, in order to kind of get the other guys going. And again, I get why, but it's it's frustrating to see them working hard and not getting any kind of credit for it uh and getting split up to try and kickstart our guys that shouldn't need kickstarting um the other the other thing about this game is it just feels for some reason like everyone is fighting the puck um i noticed it a lot in chicago and kind of attributed it to bad ice uh but i don't think Tuesday's game was any well it was better but I don't know that it was markedly better um and so it's frustrating to kind of watch this team that is made up of some very good players kind of struggle to pass to each other um and again I think partially that's because John Tortorella has never met a line he doesn't want to blend um obviously the addition of line A meant that there had to be some shake-ups done but I don't know that any of the the changes worked um and again it comes down to i get that you want to get your guys like atkinson going but i don't know that that should be at the detriment of the guys who are producing um uh, and i believe that texier didn't even finish the game at center which that he's been our best center and i don't understand why you would put him on the wing uh to fit riley nash back into, back in the game, when Riley Nash has had very little impact beyond, you know, I've talked about it before, beyond that kind of I'm going to stand over by the blue line and let the two fast kids on my wing do, do all the work, which, admittedly, is a system that has been working. It allows him to play the defensive role. It allows the kids to have some more freedom, but I don't know why um, you would put him back at centre uh, and move Texier to the wing. Uh, it's intensely, intensely frustrating. Uh, coming up in just a minute, we'll talk about what tonight's lines look like. Uh, I will get more frustrated, as is tradition these days. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday is coming up. If you want to put some money on the Buccaneers or you want to put some money on the Chiefs, I have got the place for you. BetOnline is the only place that has you covered and it's the only place that we trust in sports betting. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ig. Use promo code On, and you get a 50% welcome bonus. So that means if you put $100 in, they will give you $50. If you put $200 in, they will give you $100. So if you want to place a bet on who's going to open the scoring tonight for the Blue Jackets or you want to bet the over on goals, which you really should have done, on Tuesday, then BetOnline.ag is the place for you. So don't sit on the bench anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LockedOn, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wages Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. So the thing about the lineup is again, I get you want to get guys going, but it feel it really feels like it's happening at the expense of the guys that are playing well. Um tonight's lineup uh most notable Corpus is starting again uh there were a couple of tweets from Jeff Svoboda about uh how Elvis may have tweaked something in practice yesterday uh he got tangled up with someone uh on a on a drill and then skated to the bench and then practice finished uh so there wasn't really time to see what's going on there, but regardless, Korpisalo is starting tonight, Uh, I would expect um, a much better, cleaner game from him, Uh, he is a different goalie to the kind of goalie that he was a couple of years ago, where if he had a bad game, it rattled him, Uh, he seems, you know, attempted murders aside, he seems a lot calmer in net, he bounces back a lot quicker, um, and he is, you know, turning into a really solid a really solid goalie so I would expect him to bounce back well from this loss uh, whether the rest of the team will bounce back remains to be seen uh, defense pairings are back in their normal configurations which is good that was a short-lived experiment that did not work uh, and I'm glad that Tortorella is not just playing blending with uh, the pairings that we have uh, again in terms of forward lines uh, Liam foodie got assigned to the taxi squad uh, just in time for his birthday, which is a bit of a kick in the teeth. Uh, he'll be sitting tonight. Uh, Riley Nash will return after um, leaving to uh, be at the birth of his child. Um, Todorella had some, some really interesting stuff to say about uh, making Foodie sit. Uh, he doesn't want to take him out of the lineup, but he's young, he's learning, so he's going to sit this game. Uh, He's going to sit this game and he's going to probably be back next game. Uh, And hopefully he'll have learned... um, He'll have learned what kind of he needs to do to get a little bit more consistent. Because I do think Liam Foodie is going to be a superstar uh, on this team. But he's still... I mean, he's 20 today. You know, he's he's a baby. Um, And so I don't necessarily love that he's sitting because i do think he has been good but i understand kind of his logic behind it um so riley nash is back in uh nathan gerby is in cleveland now i believe uh just in time for their season to start um and then again it's just like texier has been moved to the wing i think our top line uh, in practice yesterday and likely tonight, is uh, line A, Domi, and Texier, which I don't love. Uh, once again, I think Texier has been a really good center. Uh, I don't know why we're moving him back to the wing so our centers can be Domi, Droslovic, Kovu, and Nash. Um, as much as I have liked Koivu and as much as I, you know, I like Riley Nash. Uh, Jack Roslovic has looked pretty good for us so far. It feels a lot like we've got one top six centre and then three bottom six centres, and then one of our other top six centres is on the wing, and I don't understand why. Um just some truly, truly baffling baffling choices from Tortorella. Uh I mean, it might work. He might he might, you know, make me look silly, but it's I don't think so. Um, I don't think it's going to work. Uh, I like to think, again, we will put in a much more solid game tonight. Having the the proper defense pairs back should help a little bit. Um, but as you know, what we've learned is that Wierenski and Jones, apparently, while not doing great together, are even worse when they're separated. And I think that is a case of if you've only really played with one other person for the past four years, then it's going to be tough to play with someone else. Like, there was that period when Seth Jones was out, uh, and they kind of had to plug that line, and then, you know, they had to replace Zach Wierenski with Dean Kukan for a few games, but for the most part, it has been Jones and Wierenski as that top pairing for, you know, the bulk of the last four years. Um, and, you've, you know, you hope that eventually... They we'll get it together, uh, and it would be real nice if it was tonight, because I don't know that I can watch the Stars win again, it was extremely painful, uh, and I think that's all the time I have for today, tomorrow, no doubt I will be yelling about this dumb team again, uh, hopefully tonight's game will be less of a, uh, clusterfuck, shall we say, um, you know, I, I live in hope. Uh, if you want to follow along with the game tonight, uh, I will be live tweeting over at LO underscore Blue Jackets. If you want to hear more of my thoughts, I am on Twitter at goalie. And if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Uh, so let's, let's all cross our fingers and hope that's it let's just cross our fingers and hope uh and i will see you tomorrow